0: it's time to get even more frank on the get more frank podcast with sales strategist performance coach marketing expert and best-selling author frank lopes our guest is somebody
1: that i am blessed to have the privilege to know number one honda salesperson in the usa frank grenady frank welcome Welcome to the show. Welcome to Live with Lopes. It's an absolute blessing to have you here. It's absolutely fantastic to have you be a part of the show, to have you be a part of the Live with Lopes community. Do us a favor, please. Tell us exactly who is Frank Crenitti.
2: A founding member of you guys can see the Pinnacle Society here with my buddy Ali Rita and also uh, the world's greatest uh, human being and uh, sales trainer, Jonathan Dawson. We've been doing the Pinnacle Society now for about three years and helping other salespeople level up, not just trying to be number one and stay number one um, and not give all the knowledge to everybody else that's in the industry um, right now. So I've been doing it at a high level now for 23 years and continue to uh, sell cars at the world famous Piazza Honda in Springfield.
1: 23 years that that, that you've been doing this, that is an absolute testament to persistence. And 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 it it just talks about the longevity and the staying power to be able to be in automotive sales for this much time. We know that the average salesperson does not stay, you know, does not stay in the industry for for that long. What's your secret in being able to stay in sales for twenty three years? And correct me if I'm wrong. Zero thought whatsoever of stopping. Am I am I right?
2: Well, no, there's. There's been times where I've thought about, you know, you get that little guy in your head sometimes that uh, tries to pull you away. But no, for, for the most part, every day is a positive affirmation for me. 23 years means nothing. Um, we, we rely too heavily on experience in this business. And experience could actually be and usually is. detriment to a salesperson it allows them to not grow to not get out of your comfort zone right so i got 32 years experience i have 23 years experience well you know i don't have to rely on that experience all the time i have to rely on my intuition to be able to pivot change uh, my whole process a few times in just the last two three years um, major processes have been changed so You know, experience to me is one of the biggest liars in almost any industry, but especially the car business.
0: This This is the Get More Frank Podcast.
1: Podcast. What is it that brought you into the business? How did you even get involved in car sales to begin with?
2: So as a kid, I always knew that I just wanted to be a businessman. Like I always told myself that I wanted to be a businessman and I had no idea what that actually meant. My first car was a Honda Prelude. I bought it, it had 157,000 miles on it. You know, I had 157,000 miles on it, but I drove that car till it had like 216, 217,000 miles on it. Never gave me a problem. My first car got me so brand loyal it just got to a point where I wanted to do something else. My dad said, "Look, why don't you go sell cars?" He goes, "You like cars?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I like cars." And I have a Honda, so I opened an ad to pay paper and I made a phone call and went in, had a conversation with uh, a sales manager, Bob Burns, that brought me into the business. I started there March 27th, 2000, and uh, you know it's been a it's been a great career so far.
1: I love the story about the Prelude. You brought up that brand loyalty, right? So obviously having that Honda, that Honda Prelude, that made you like really believe in the product. How important is it that a salesperson believes in the product that they're selling? Can a Honda guy suddenly go and start selling Toyotas? It all comes back
2: to I'm not the world's greatest salesperson, but I am one of the world's greatest marketers and branders, right? I'll brand myself and market myself to be able to insert whatever product. I don't want people buying the brand Honda, right? People don't come to me to buy the brand Honda. They come for the red carpet, Frank Cornetti brand experience. So could I sell something that you know I don't believe in? I'm sure I could, but I I don't have to. Right. So um, the brand is Honda. Right. But there's a lot of people that sell Honda and they still don't have anywhere near the success and domination of the Honda brand that I've had because I don't concentrate on the Honda brand. If people are loyal to their brand, that's awesome. People are more loyal to me because of what I do for them the process that I don't put them through that most other car dealerships do. So that's what they're thankful and respectful for. I've had so many people say, brother, if you go anywhere, just let us know.
0: Need some motivation and inspiration first thing in the morning? Sure you do. Join the Get More Frank text crew for daily motivation and inspiration delivered direct to your phone. Text, let me in to 732-561-1854 to join the crew and get more French.
2: I can tell you a quick little story about brand loyalty. I have a
0: guy, he's been
2: buying cars for me now for, it's got to be almost all 20 some years. And he leases his cars. Type A personality, wants to be the first one in on a Saturday morning, wants to have all paperwork ready. You know He knows exactly what his wants, has his payments, he wants his his oil changes, he wants the the warranty, he wants everything done, but he wants his paperwork and he wants to be out of there in under a half hour every time. And between him, his family, he's probably brought me over the year 50, 60 deals. So it's time for Jim to get his car. He calls me, I have everything ready for him. It's a loaded Honda Accord. Jim, what's up man? I said I got everything ready for you, we're good to go. He goes, listen, I, I got I to gotta tell you something. So I'm like, yeah, man, whatever. He goes, I'm retiring in, in three weeks. That's awesome. Congratulations. I hope you're not mad at me. He goes, I've always wanted a Cadillac. He goes, and I found one over in Jersey by my work that they have, and they're going to have it ready for me today. I'm going to go over there. I pick it up, man. He goes, I said, Jim, man, I, I'm not mad at you at all. I said, I'm so excited for you, actually. I said, That's awesome. He goes, Thank God. He goes, I couldn't sleep all night. so I'm calling you so early. I was so nervous. <laughs> I'm like, Man, no worries at all. It's not a big deal. I said, Just, I said, when you're on your way back, he lived around the corner of a dealership. I said, Stop by. I want to see the car. You know, and so I'm excited for him. He's a great guy. I was busy Saturday. My phone's ringing. It's Jim. I answer the phone. I figured he was outside with his Cadillac. He goes, Frank, I said, Yo, Jim, what's up? You he here? He goes, Brother, do you still have my car there? I said yeah it's, it's it's still out front I said I, I didn't move it I said whats did the Cadillac work out he goes, I've been sitting in this dealership for five hours I could, I could hear the anxiety in his voice he goes, "Oh my God i drive my car yet they don't have the paperwork process yet I told him the same thing he goes, I promise you I will never cheat on you ever <laughs> again please so I said Jim's coming in get all the stuff ready come on back. So I felt, I felt so bad for him when he came in. He's like, no, he goes, I, I, this is why I couldn't sleep the night before. I knew something wasn't right. I was spending too much money or something. He goes, but I'll never go anywhere else or bring anybody else to buy a car unless it's from you. He goes, you're the only one that respected my time, respected my intelligence. Don't play games with me or anybody I ever bring here. So your brand is way more important than whatever logo is on the front of that car.
0: Absolutely. This... He's the Get More Frank Podcast. People
1: don't really come to buy a Honda. They come to buy from you, which I understand and I agree 100%. I've been to Piazza Honda. I've watched you do your thing with not one customer, but two. I think there was actually three at one time that you know that you were juggling and you were working with, with not even like a bead of sweat or like a wrinkle on that face whatsoever from zero stress. After 23 years, if you suddenly had to go and sell Toyotas, could you do it?
2: Yes, I I could. I would build the same the same networks that I have right now. Get down into the community, and uh, just like the way that we teach in the Pinnacle Society, um, how to grow yourself. You don't have to be 23 years at the same place. I mean, it helps to grow roots because everybody knows where you're at. But there's so many more ways to be able to market yourself from a stage right now with social media, with TikTok, with um, Facebook groups, with a lot of the stuff that we teach, that you can become a dominant force in a fraction of the time that has taken me, Ali, and a lot of the other heavy hitters in the industry.
1: What do you say to the salesperson? They've been out of store for a good amount of time. Let's say a good amount of time is five years or more. For one circumstance or another, something happened, and that dealership that they are at is no longer the right dealership for them. Management change, ownership change, something happened. But they say, but you know what? man, you know what? It, it's I don't really think I can sell anything else but Hondas. I don't think I can sell anything else but Chevys. Man, I really like Subarus. What do you say to that salesperson?
2: The Wizard of Oz. I watched that movie when I was a kid. And the one thing that always stuck out to me was the cowardly lion, right? So the word that I would say is courage. You don't have any courage in yourself. You don't have any self-belief at that point, right? Because you you just get so comfortable at a dealership that you would just let them, especially if you have talent, right? Especially if you branded yourself, especially if you've been um, putting yourself out there and marketing yourself, like you should have a customer base and a following that if you said, hey, you know, I'm gonna go start over somewhere else that you would be able to attract a lot of that business um, with you. So you just get so comfortable with your brand that that just lulls you in the sense of average, right? So I wake up every morning and the second I open my eyes, I'll keep a PG for the show, but I, I tell myself, don't be a wuss. I attack my day. By attacking my day, it wouldn't be working at a place that didn't have my best interest at heart. It, did, it wouldn't be where I'm not supported, right? It wouldn't be where I'm not celebrated. I wouldn't want to be there. To the salespeople that feel like they're stuck, you shouldn't right? There's, there's a lot of, you know, they say the grass is greener on the other side. No, the grass is greener where people are going to celebrate you. The grass is greener where you feel like you actually can grow, you know, with that community, with that dealership. And that that's that's what I have where I'm at. You know, everybody man, how do you do that? Like, do you have 70 assistants? I'm like, no, but we have about 110 employees that I empower t- for them to do their jobs. And for the most part, everybody does, you know? So, It's a, it's a great place where I work, you know, is it always work out like the way that I want it? No, but you know, it's not Frank Crenitti Honda, it's Piazza Honda. So they have things that they have to do that's in their best interest. And I have things that I have to do that are in my best
0: interest. The get more Frank podcast. Brought to you by Hamlin & Associates. Your next record month starts here. Car Now, the only road that can bridge online and in showroom. And I, Recon from V Auto. See every step of the reconditioning journey for
2: every car. You need to be a self-generated business, right? So like I said, I don't wanna be the world's greatest salesperson. I wanna be the world's greatest marketers. So I want all my business to be self-generated by you know, appointments, by referrals, I should say, by, uh, by me generating it out in the community. You can't run your own business if you open the sign and you're relying for somebody else to bring in the business for you, meaning the dealership. So you get to a point where it's you're running your own business and you're proud of your own business when you're self-generating all your own business. Now, a lot of salespeople over the years, they relied on the dealership for leads, Man, I don't know about most dealerships, but there's not a lot of leads coming in. You know, for for dealerships that I know of, it's a lot of the salespeople that are dominating the game. Still, are the ones that are self generating their business because they have a community, they have a referral source, they have other pipelines of business coming in than what just the dealership has to spread out amongst all their other salespeople. So that's the way that the script flipped for me is when I start my, my aha moment, when I actually got off, what was taken off the internet department, you know, a lot of the salespeople that got taken off the internet department back then because they started this BDC, which was the big word of the day. Back then it was like BDC, you know, 15 years ago, everybody's got to have a BDC. So they took us off the internet department, two of the salespeople that were on the internet department, they quit. They're like, how could they do this to us? How are you going to let them do that to you? Frank, you're selling 40 cars a month, blah, 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 blah. And for a second, I almost let one of those people get in my head, right? I'm like, yep, they're right. I'm taking my show and I'm going mm. on the road for a second. Like it was in my head. And I drove home all my way home later that night. And I still remember no radio on in the car and I'm just driving. And there's just wheels going through my head. And I said to myself, I literally had a conversation with myself, like talk to myself. I mean, I'm not going to let somebody else dictate my success ever again. Meaning if I could have a manager just say, boop, your way of getting deals is gone. I'm never going to let somebody else be in control of that. started going on Facebook. I got my iPhone like a couple weeks before that, the first iPhone. I'm like, man, this thing is game changing. So I was able to send links to cars and take pictures and stuff I wasn't able to do on some of the phones that I had before. So, it definitely paid for me to be one of the first to market, right? So the best time to start was when I started like 15 years ago doing this because, you know, my traction took off. I was one of the only salespeople at that time doing it. I had a lot of salespeople trying to copy, you know, what I was doing, which was totally fine. I didn't care. But I stopped myself from being reliant on the dealership telling me how successful I can be by being able to turn off or on those leads whenever they want it.